Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Studios Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way. They provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Send the tweets. Send the hot takes at Ken Carmen C-A-R-M-A-N. It's good to have sports back, and I will tell you exactly how good it is to have sports back coming up at 1 p.m. Eastern. But I want to try to convince you of something. Listen, just open, open up for just a second. Let's open up with each other for just a moment here, and let me try to convince you of something. And if I can convince you of it, please, by all means, let me know if I was able to. 855-2124-CBS. If you think I'm a boob, or if you think I didn't do a good enough job to convince you, or you go, you know, Ken, you, you, you put a hell of a sales pitch on there, but I can't do it. I can't do it with this. Okay, fine. 855-2124-CBS. But just hear me out. I know you're protective of your sport, and I get it. I know you see what goes on in, in the NBA, and I know you see what goes on sometimes in the NFL, and maybe maybe you just don't like the way things are headed in college football, or maybe there's other sports that you go, you know, you've just you've done too much, and you need to reel it back in. And when you're looking at baseball, baseball is something that holds up traditions more than any other sport out there. It's something that holds on to those traditions, and it's the oldest sport that we really have here that was invented by us. We love the little intricacies of it. I, myself, every year I like to, before spring training, I like to dust off the Ken Burns, and I'll watch every 10 innings. I will. I will. I watch every – I think, in, in all honesty, I think Ken Burns goes a little heavy on the Red Sox thing there. I like it. Listen, I know you're from there, but there's other Major League Baseball teams, man. There was a bunch of teams that won a World Series before the Red Sox were in between the Red Sox championships – Maybe a little light on the Red Sox if you could, if you were going to do that again. Other than that, it's one of the best documentary series ever, okay? Regardless of what you think. It's a great series. And it's indicative of what we think of baseball. What we think of baseball is tradition. And we like the things that baseball represents. We like the tradition of it. We like that there are other sports where if I want it, I can get it. If I want to be in a gladiatorial type of setting and I want bloodthirst and I want I want pain, and I want to inflict pain, and I want to beat an opponent to a pulp. I can do that. It's called football. If I want high-rising, action-packed, day-by-day, moment-by-moment, second-by-second, I get that in basketball. In baseball, you take it in. It's a pastime. We can sit back. We can enjoy the sun. We can enjoy the weather. There's time for conversation. There's pause for conversation. There's moments that we can have in between very exciting moments that may or may not happen throughout the day. May be action-packed. You might see very little, but there's a sense of anticipation. It is what makes baseball still a great game. The attention to detail of the stats, sometimes the minutia. And for a long time, part of the allure of baseball to a lot of people was that the very best get in. 
you have to be the very best. It is discriminatory in the sense of you had to be a very good team to get that chance to get into the postseason. If you weren't the very best, you didn't get in. And we opened it up. And this year, because we're dealing with a 60-game season, we're trying to play games through a pandemic, we're trying to have fun through a pandemic and just offering one little refuge in what's going on in America and hopefully we'll get better day by day by day and we pray and we hope with each other. That this year there was a necessary evil. This year was the necessary evil of expanded playoffs. And I know you're protective of your sport and there were a lot of people. I saw Joe Shad down there at the Palm Beach Post, uh, formerly of uh, ESPN, who was against these ideas. A lot of people were against these ideas. You're ruining baseball. You're ruining Major League Baseball. I understand you're nervous. I understand you want to keep your sport, your sport we all do. We want something that's ours. But I think this can be good for this year, and in fact, I think it can be good for the future. Let me lay this out for you. Just just hear me out. For this year, it evens the playing field. I have a chance to look at what the Nationals did last year and know through 60 games they were under 500. They weren't very good. We were talking about firing people, and and it, it was a mess for the Washington Nationals at this time last year. They had two $30 million pitchers, and even though it ended up wonderfully, and we like to talk about those plucky Washington Nationals and how against all odds they were able to lead up and beat everybody, they had two $30 million pitchers, and at the beginning of the season last year, it's what are we paying for? Bryce Harper had gone on to Philly. What are we actually doing? Now you have an opportunity. Now there's a chance. You have the closest chance to get the Washington Nationals. So say a team that does have talent, say a team that does have a chance, say they start off slow. If they start off slow, hey, it's okay. You get 500, you get to around 500. There are eight teams in the American League, eight teams in the National League that could go on and and go to the postseason. And it's expanded postseason. It's a series. It might make it more fun. And it makes it at least, it makes it at least more equitable. Because when you play a 60-game season, there are chances, and we see this every year, there's there's always a team that has no business being around postseason baseball. There's a team that has no business being around one of the creme de la creme teams in, in, in professional baseball. And, and, and sometimes we think that, and they end up surprising us, and there's been a few surprises of that. There's been a few great comebacks historically. But usually they fall apart, and they usually fall apart after Memorial Day, Going into June, that's when they start to realize who they are. Maybe they have an injury and they're not as deep as what they thought they were, and away they go. They fall by the wayside. Well, this gives an opportunity after 60 games to funnel them out. If I have better teams and better positions, I can I can, I can, can switch on that and I can do that, and it will make things a little bit better. It makes things at least a little bit more equitable. So if you're a fan of a team that's supposed to do something, Yankees, Dodgers, I would say Twins, Cubs, if you're a fan of one of those teams. And there's other teams. People are very high in the Oakland A's. If you're a fan on one of those teams, then you feel very good about this. Even though it feels, gosh, there's eight teams. How could you not make the postseason? Then fine. Go make the postseason and show that you're the best. These are under extenuating circumstances, I understand. Now the tough part. Now let me lay this out for you. You get five in already. 
I don't want to bite off more than I can chew. I don't want to bite the hand that feeds. Stay with me. I say give me seven. You don't like that? Fine, 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 fine. Give me six. Give me one more. Give me one more playoff team. I don't know how this negotiation between you and me will go. Give me one more postseason team in perpetuity. Let me explain to you why it's good. If you're a Yankee fan, you're not caring. If you're a Dodgers fan, you're not caring. Fine, fine. I got 28 others I can talk to here. Let me tell you why it's good to give me at least one more team. If you're listening to this and you're in San Diego, and even though they've spent a ton of money recently, eh, let me change that. If you're with, if you're a Royals fan, if you're an Indians fan, if you're a Tigers fan now that the late Mike Illich is gone, if you're a fan in one of the flyover states, if you're a fan in a market that's seen as a quote-unquote small market, Pittsburgh, I'm talking to you on 93.7 The Fan, give me one more team because I think it's good for small market fans. This is a sport that after the 2021 season will go through major upheaval again. And I have a pipe dream, and it is a pipe dream, of having a salary floor and a salary cap. I know I'm not going to get it. Any baseball person I talk to, they tell me, Ken, it's a silly thing to do. And when I bring in Matt Snyder coming up a little bit later on from CBS Sports, a great baseball man and a great baseball writer, he'll probably tell me I'm full of it and that there's no no realistic chance that you can get a salary floor and a salary cap. Make things more equitable for the teams. There's just no chance. The players' union is probably the most powerful union in professional sports. The owners are some of the most powerful people in professional sports. It's just not going to happen. Okay, fine. If I'm not going to get that, can I get one more playoff team? And let me tell you why. Because usually at the end of July, if I'm in one of these other markets, I have to make some tough decisions. You know, I throw Mets fans in there too because they operate like they're a small market team. I have to make tough decisions. Whether or not the window's open, whether or not it's going to be open, whether or not I can, I can convince my fans that the window will be open for a long time. And I have to lose those fans possibly for the rest of the year. If my team's not going to take it seriously, why should I? If they're not going to do it, if they're two games out, if they're two games out of a wild card spot or, or four games out of a wild card spot and I have this coming up in the schedule, why won't they make the necessary moves? If they're not willing to pony up and make that move and hang them over the fence the way I would as a fan or you would as a fan, then why should I care? With an extra playoff team, with an extra opportunity, I can put more pressure on them. Now, there's some owners – who just won't make that move. Pittsburgh, again, I know, you feel your owner is not going to make that move. But I got more pressure, I have more good sound reasoning to make them make that move, to make them go for that spot, to make them get into the postseason. Because the beauty of the game, the beauty of the entire sport, it's the hardest championship to win, it's the hardest thing to get through, And there are times where you can win by what seems like dumb luck. There are times that you can win where anybody has a chance. That's what makes baseball fun. That's why we love it. Because in the spring, life begins anew, and everybody feels no matter where they're at, they have a shot. No matter where they might be, Orioles fans, that probably is not the greatest example, but even some Orioles fans feel, hey, we got a shot, and they've thought that for the last three years. If I add that extra playoff team, I may still feel that way in late July. Instead of saying goodbye to players that I could have wondered what if because we quote-unquote can't afford them in certain cities, instead of saying goodbye to them, I'm adding to them. 
I'm going for it. I have a chance. I have a chance to bring in more people to watch my team because they're more interested in my team. I have another chance to get another month out of those fans. Otherwise, they'd be moving on to football and then moving on to basketball. I have a chance to keep those people engaged in my team and in turn, maybe make a little bit of extra money. While it might put me in a bad spot because some of these gambles, and they're all gambles, some of these gambles might not pan out, and a lot of them might not. But I still am able to get that, and me as a fan, I'm still satiated, and I'm still excited about the future. I think it's good for a small market fan, because while I can't afford certain players, while I have to wave bye-bye to certain players, because I feel that they're just going to go on to major markets, and I, I know Arenado signed in Colorado, and Machado signs in San Diego, and you feel that those aren't major markets, it still feels like there are the haves and the have-nots, and you have to deal with that. It's good for them, and I think it's better off for the sanctity of baseball. I think it's better off for the push and popularity of baseball. If I have an extra playoff team, the reason people watch the playoffs are for the exact opposite reasons they say they don't like the regular season. Boredom becomes anticipation. Nitpickiness becomes strategy for your favorite team. And if I have a chance in a postseason series, a three-game postseason series, not a one-off, one-day, weird type of play-in game, but a three-game series where I can get some strategy going and maybe catch somebody off guard, maybe the bats go to sleep for the next few days for a certain team, then all of a sudden we're cooking with something. And if I'm able to add that extra team, I'd love to have seven. And I'll tell you why coming up in a minute. I but I but give me six because if I have that extra team, then I know you're going to watch on television. Ratings are still good for professional baseball in the postseason. Give me that extra team in the postseason. Get me more stars on television where I can tell their stories, where I can make them big names, where I can make them somebody that you care about across the country. People care about these guys. They want to care about these guys. There's some sort of a weirdness where I can't find a lot of professional baseball players on major ad campaigns, but there's a ton of people who play fantasy baseball. If I can get them into the postseason, and I'm thinking about somebody in particularly, if I can get them into the postseason, get them a chance to tell their story whether they like it or not, I'm going to create more intrigue. I'm going to create better baseball fans, and more baseball fans, and ultimately I'm going to create what? More money. More fever, more interest equals more money for my sport. If I put six teams in there, give me one more team, give me one more chance for an underdog story over one of the great big titans, one of the great big payrolls in professional baseball that we see that we just hate if we're not one of those fan bases, give me one of those. Or... Give me a team that does have a big payroll, that just has underperformed over the last four, five years, it seems, even though they've had not one of the best players, the best player in the game. And it's a shame that that guy doesn't want to tell anybody his story. At times, I get frustrated with Mike Trout. He doesn't want to do a lot of ads. He doesn't want to do a lot of a lot of spectacle type of stuff. Hey, I, I, listen, he's not an a-hole, and I'm fine with that. He wants to be a good guy that plays his baseball, that plays his baseball well, that people seem to like, and that's perfectly fine. But I see a guy like Mike Trout, and in a time where baseball is at the crosshairs for a lot of people like me, like you, I want Mike Trout to be more, and I want to force Mike Trout to be more, and I don't want to rig the system just to get him into the postseason. They still have to go out and play through 162 and get into the postseason. But if I find myself in a situation like we did a few years ago where if you added one more team, 
you could get those Los Angeles Angels in. I am looking every night on national television for a series, maybe the second series, on the greatest player of this generation, and by the time it's all said and done, maybe the greatest player to ever play the game. We can tell mythical stories of him. We can show those stories of him, and we can do it to a national audience. Then there's more people who know who Mike Trout is. There's more people who want to create him as a star that want to be a fan of his, other than the other ones where we notice, because Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper's seen as a villainous guy. There's a lot of things that are probably good about Bryce Harper, and there seems to be some good about Bryce Harper, but when we look at him, he's a villainous guy. If everybody you think is a villain, or if there's one villain and not a, not a good guy, not a hero, then I'm not going to have any intrigue. It has to be a fight in professional sports or in entertainment, good versus evil. Bad guy, good guy. Bad team, good team. I need a Mike Trout. I need somebody who people really, really like, major stars to take on the villain. The villain has to hold up his end of the bargain, too, because he sucked up the room Bryce Harper has over the last couple of years. Don't think that's fallen on deaf ears. So I have to find guys who I can play at a, at a great level. And if I expand that playoff one more game, one more team, I should say, gosh, I, I think it could do tremendous things for the game. I think it could do tremendous things for Major League Baseball. I'd like to take a seventh team in there. I'd like to put them in there. Hell, I'd like to make I'd like to make the top seeded team have to pick their opponent. I would love to have to do something like that, to have a manager have to sit there and explain why he picked that opponent, but I know that seems too circus, that seems too silly. A lot of you hate that, and I, I'm not gonna ask you for fifty thousand dollars. I'm gonna ask you for ten. Because I think a six team can be good. A seventh team, you're going to say I'm an idiot. You might be even be saying I'm an idiot with a six. But I've laid out something here that I think is great for professional baseball, that let, get, lets more money get spread around throughout the television deal, that creates more stars throughout that because we have some still great storytellers when we have professional baseball on TV. Some of the great broadcasters, while it, it's changed and the water has been muddied up because we've had the proliferation, proliferation of live sports, we don't have – some of the legendary names that are calling it or some of the legendary voices that are out there, but they're still great storytellers, especially in the postseason. This is a chance out of necessity when we're dealing with a pandemic, out of necessity to create greatness, to even give us a chance, a chance. I know those glory days are never coming back in the late 90s, but to give us a chance to put those guys on that stage Give us a chance to love Mike Trout, the greatest player of our generation. Give us a chance to tell the story of some of the great players out there that, that hardcore baseball fans know, that, that good fantasy baseball players know, but a lot of people around the country don't know as well. To put them up there as close as they can with the greats of the NBA, with the greats of the NFL, to make it a spectacle worth watching, not just become something's on. And do that, and have that trickle into the regular season as well. You're there for the you're there for the postseason. You might be able to get me for the regular season. I've laid I've laid it out there. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Can I convince you a little bit? Can I convince you to like an expanded playoffs? Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio.
855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. this morning, or I should say 1120 Eastern, 820 AM Pacific. He may have Hall of Fame stats. I think he ruined his Hall of Fame reputation because you got to remember there's gatekeepers involved in that. Ryan Wilson will join us at 1140 AM Eastern. CBS Sports NFL writer will talk to him. Then we'll do a back-to-back, a belly-to-belly. Matt Snyder will join us. CBS Sports baseball writer will talk about baseball with him, obviously. We'll talk. And I, I ran out a top five most hated baseball players that I think I want to run by Kevin coming up here in the next segment uh, because I want to run it by Matt Snyder and see if I'm wrong. And plus, Kevin, are you a Yankee fan or a – you're from – what? You're from New Jersey, right? I'm from Jersey. Yankees, baby. Yankees all the way. All right, you're going to hate my guts here in about 20 minutes, okay? All right, say it. 855-2124-CBS. It's coming up here in a moment. I- I'm just laying out a plan for expanded playoffs. I- I'm not saying you- it needs to be forced on you. What I'm trying to do here, I'm trying to make a sale. You know, I'm trying I'm trying to help you is what I'm trying to do. Okay? It just it makes sense. Now I know in the past it's you've loved the exclusivity of it. You've loved that, hey, you gotta be the very best in the American League or the National League to get to get in the World Series. You have to be the very best throughout a hundred at one time fifty two games or hundred and fifty one games and now hundred and sixty two games. Like I get it. I totally, totally, totally get it. But I think this is a way that we'll watch because th- this is something here that if I extend it just a little bit, I'm not trying to water it down. I'm not trying to ruin your sport. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is make it a little bit better and create more stars. Give me one more team. Like here, in a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to Seth in Alabama here in a moment. Just give me one more team. Let me tell a chance. Let me get a chance to tell one more really provocative story a year. See if that helps. We don't create stars during the regular season. We create stars in the postseason. We really do. Or I should say, we do create some stars. I, I should I should really change that and say, we create legends in the postseason. Like right now, give me legendary moments of Mike Trout. Mike Trout's probably the greatest player, is, is the greatest player in this generation, you see, from what he plays. And I could probably say by the time it's all said and done, that he'll be the greatest player in professional baseball history. I could probably say that. The greatest all-around player. It's still very early. Where's his legendary moments? Where? I need big moments. I need postseason stuff. That's what I need. We're in a different generation now. Ted Williams played in a different generation where baseball was king. You can look at it and go, well, how much did, base, how much Ted, did Ted Williams play in the postseason? It's a different era. We care more about championships than we ever have. Part of that's basketball's fault. Part of that's LeBron's fault and fart too. What the hell? Part of that's LeBron's fault. Part of that's basketball's fault because we keep talking about how much championships matter there. And I do think there's a trickle-down effect from what goes on in basketball to the NFL. How much rings matter in the NFL, especially to people we want to put in the Hall of Fame, and how much it matters in professional baseball. And it's by far the hardest sport to win a championship in the big three. If I were to throw hockey in there, I probably think that hockey's harder to win a championship in. But if we're just doing the top three there, I think that I would put Major League Baseball at the top. But I just need to get you in the postseason. Give me a chance to to have some really great moments with a with a hopefully someday again a full crowd, millions watching from home, taking it in for the same reasons that they say they're bored by the regular season on, which always makes me laugh. Give me that opportunity to tell your story. 855 cbs Can I convince you of an expanded playoffs? 
Seth in Alabama. You're first up on CBS Sports Radio. How's it going, Kim? Hi, Seth. Go ahead. Tell me I'm stupid. No, man, I totally agree, and here's why. Um, I love a good underdog story. Um, When it comes to baseball, um, growing up in Birmingham, Alabama, you know, we had the Barons. That's our that's our minor league team. But you grow up a Braves fan, right? Um, yeah. And um, I'm a big Royals fan, too, being that I was an Auburn fan and Bo Jackson played for them. Um, but I love the idea because I also always love the idea of an underdog. And the idea that there's some extra teams that can make the playoffs by getting hot at the end of the year, the last of the year, that's good storytelling. You know, when you've got a team coming out of nowhere and playing their ass off in the postseason to make a run at the championship, that's always great storytelling for me. That's mm-hmm. great for the sport. So mm-hmm. I totally agree with you, man, especially with this season going to have whatever access to it because <clears throat> because of, you know, the current state of the world. Um, I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. And people – and also, like you said – Mike Trout's a perfect example of somebody I would love to see in the postseason. And I'd love to see what kind of performer he was in, you know, the big stage. So like, I, I, I'm I know not going to tell you how super- Seth, I, I totally agree. Stay with me here for a second. Like, I know that Mike Trout isn't going to be on on Saturday Night Live or he's not going to go on – he's not going to go on Letterman or Fallon or whatever it is now. Like, I know he's not going to do that stuff, but I can, I can still – and, yes, it does feel like I'm trying to put a team in there that might not deserve it to be in the postseason. If you're a true baseball guy, I totally get where that's coming from. Guilty as charged. I'm trying to force a person in there that may not deserve it because his team overall isn't that good. But I'm looking at one of the greatest stars of this generation, and I wonder from Birmingham, Alabama to Chicago, Illinois to Peoria, Illinois, all the way out to Spokane, Washington, how many people would recognize Mike Trout if he were walking down the street alone. How many people would do that? Can I say the same thing for Mahomes? Can I say the same thing for Lamar Jackson? Can I say the same thing for a number of basketball players? Now, basketball players tend to be taller and they stick out in a crowd, fine. But if I go football (laughs) and baseball, how many people recognize Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson? How many people would recognize, out of that group, how many people would recognize Mike Trout or just think he's another football player? Right, I would recognize recognize Mike Trout, but that's because I'm just an avid sports fan. You know what I mean, and but you're you're more uh, just uh, what's the word, average casual fan. Yeah, Mike Trout's notice. not. Yeah, they're they're not recognizing Mike Trout. I mean. I need those people. I need those people to recognize Mike Trout because there's people who don't watch football all year long. They know exactly who Patrick Mahomes is. They know exactly yeah. who that guy. Oh is. yeah. You know, so they, I, it's it's just the the coverage of the sport. You yeah. know. Seth, I, I can't thank you enough for the call. All right, I got one person who's willing to agree with me. Can I get any more? Can I convince you to like expanded playoffs? 855-2124-CBS. I'm going to get Kevin Wall to hate me coming up. And you shouldn't be writing checks that your quarterback has to cash. That's all coming up. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Right now it's the latest sports update with the always wonderful Marco Belletti. All right, Ken, and this report is sponsored by Geico. Geico has introduced the Geico Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. Two games in, and the Dodgers showing just how powerful that lineup can really be. Now Muncie on 0-2. 
The fly ball to center field and deep. Way back and it is gone. A home run. Max Muncy with his second home run of the night. Over the wall and slight left center field. He's now three for three. And the Dodgers lead. Pair of homers for Max Muncy. Ross Stripling seven strong. The Dodgers pummel the Giants 9-1. Charlie Stein to the call. Dodgers Radio Network. Elsewhere, Matt Olson, a walk-off grand slam in the 10th as the A's outlast the Angels 7-3. Astros down the Mariners 8-2. Twins too much for the White Sox 10-5. Max Kepler went to twice. Red Sox punished the Orioles 13-2. Indians blank the Royals 2-zip as Shane Bieber struck out 14 over 6. It was the Blue Jays 6, Rays 4. Padres overwhelmed the D-backs 7-2 behind 6 RBIs from Eric Hosmer. Meanwhile, Yuena Cespedes made his presence known after 735 days away. A one. Cespedes hammers one deep to left, down the line. If it stays fair, it's gone. It's gone. A home run. Yoannis Cespedes has welcomed back baseball and himself by rocking a home run deep into the seats down the left field line. And the Mets have struck Only first. run of the game. Mets blank the Braves 1-0. Wayne Rendaz with the call. Mets Radio Network. Rest of the scores. Cardinals slip by the Pirates 5-4. Marlins bounce the Phillies 5-2. Kyle Hendricks went the distance on a three-hitter. Cubs blank the Brewers 3-0. Reds stump the Tigers 7-1. And the Rangers shut out the Rockies 1-0. Blue Jays finally figured out where they're going to call home this year. They're going to play the majority of their games at their AAA affiliate in Buffalo. NFL will begin training camps on time Tuesday after agreeing with the union on provisions. We also had our first opt-out from a player due to COVID-19. Chiefs guard Laurent Duvernay-Tardif. Washington quarterback while Alex Smith cleared to return to all football activities. And NBA forward uh, Demonis Sabonis may be done for the season with a foot injury. I'm Marco Belletti. An hour from now, going to have some strong talk. Ryan Wilson going to join us, CBS Sports NFL writer. We'll talk NFL with him. Patrick Mahomes, the whole deal. What's going on between the Players Union and the NFL? And boy, the, the NFL's just, this is why part of the reason you love the NFL. It's, it's, it's nearly guilt-free, and I'll explain why later. And it's dynamite customer service. Dynamite customers, in, in comparison with the other two, it's dynamite for you. 855-2124-CBS. Before I get to the calls here, again, on, on expanded playoffs, can I can I sell you on the expanded playoffs? I'm going to make another example here in a second. Kevin. Yes. Did you catch it when I said fart by I, accident I in the last did. segment? I did. Instead of fault? <laughs> like, there hey, are those times. Those slip-ups happen on radio, man. It folks, happens. There, yeah, like, there are times, folks, where you sit, you're sitting there and you're like, man, I'm making these great points. This is going to be great. I'm going to turn these into promos. These are awesome. I'm really convincing people. Check my ass out. I'm doing great. And then I accidentally say fart instead of fart fault. And it's like, ah, well, lost him for the rest of the statement. Like when I do that and it happens, with other words too, I just want to go to break. Like, look, can I try to get you back after the break? Like, that's the thing, Kevin. Like, can I just – I didn't need a noise out of it. I wasn't asking that. My God. But if I just say, like, one of the Freudian slips, it's like, well, that's the end. Yep, lost you. Now I'm the guy who accidentally said a word, and that's the end of it. <laughs> 855-2124-CBS. It's just, that's embarrassing. What are you going to do? You know what you, you could do? say wor- you, it could be worse. I could have said a different word, and you could have not dumped it. So, I mean, I mean that that there's plenty of words that start with F that I could have accidentally said. If, one in particular. If fart's meant to be. It's fine. It's fine by me. Like I'd rather say fart than a couple of others. Tell you that right now. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Yeah, one hour from now we'll have the great uh, Ryan Wilson who joins us on the show. Of course, I don't know how great it is when I got to go. Uh, 
We'll have the great Ryan Wilson on the show. He's a wonderful guy, and Matt Snyder going to join us uh, coming up at noon. I I want to lay this out, and this is this is part of the reason why we just had a call from Seth in Alabama. I, I think with normal people, I, if Mike Trout walked down my street, I know who Mike Trout is. If Mike Trout and Patrick Mahomes walk down the street together, these are two of the best athletes in the world. One has a championship, the other one doesn't. The other one's been in the playoffs, the other one hasn't really been in the playoffs. I, I don't know how many people, if if you were in any city that isn't New York, that isn't L.A., that isn't Kansas City, let's throw that in there, how many people would know who, who Mike Trout is in comparison to Patrick Mahomes? I see Patrick Mahomes not just in, in big NFL games. I see Patrick Mahomes in ads. I see I see Patrick Mahomes doing things. The, the NFL does a good job of pushing these players. They've done a great job of pushing Mahomes. They're making him the face of the league, rightfully so. They're making him one of the faces of the league. Mike Trout, I, I don't see a lot of people whooping it up for Mike Trout other than people on the phones who are big sports fans. But if, if I were to ask a lot of people, and maybe a couple of cities are different because there's some bigger baseball towns than other, but how many people would really know in comparison with Patrick Mahomes if they were walking down the street together in your city? I bet a lot of people would notice who Patrick Mahomes is. I don't know how many people would notice who Mike Trout is. And Mike Trout is the next big thing in his sport, really the biggest thing going on right now in his sport in terms of talent. Patrick Mahomes is the biggest thing going on in, in his sport in terms of talent. I think both guys have what it takes that by the time it's all done for Patrick Mahomes, he could be the best to ever play the position. For Mike Trout, when it's all done with him, he could be the best to ever play the position. There's a lot of similarities between these guys. One plays a position or one plays a sport where I think it's a immensely harder to get to the postseason. That's why it's, it's give me one more spot. Give me one more chance to create a legend. Hey, if, they, if they're not good enough, they're not good enough. That's the way she goes. But give me one more chance to get Mike Trout in that position. And let me do it for other guys, too. Let me do it for other players that might be stars on, on your favorite teams. 855-2124-CBS. Todd in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You're next up on The Fan. Hey, I, I disagree totally. Uh, I Trout did it on himself. He uh, he resigned with the Angels, and the Angels are probably not even going to make the playoff. I mean, the Athletics are better than them. Yes. And and I understand what you're you're going to, but I'll tell you, I'll throw another little nugget out. I'll tell you the la- the player that's been the best player in the last two y- years is Yelich. And that that's guy, true. Yeah, it's true. You're, thank you. So, well, well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Hold on, hold on. Todd, stay with me. Stay with me. Now you're 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 a, you're in Green Bay, so you're probably a Brewers fan, right? Right. Now Yelich Yelich has had. I think Yelich has had some more success. But I mean, you're telling me that it's Mike Trout's fault that he signed with the second major market. Now I know it's in Anaheim, but it's the second biggest market in the country and one of the biggest markets in the world. I mean, that that to me, Todd, that's case in point. Now I know one guy is actually putting some hustle behind it, and I give Christian Yelich all the credit in the world. But when I look at the players, like Mike Trout should be an abnormal superstar, and he's not. And you're right. In, in our, in my mind, when it comes to be, me being able to recognize the players, Christian Yelich is probably passing the guy up. Go ahead, Todd. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But the, you know, it's going from five to maybe six teams. 
But eight teams, and I know this is this Oh, year, I don't. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I won't do it for eight I mean, teams. No, I, I know that's I just, crazy. I just can't. I mean, they uh, baseball needs to do something about making their athletes as big as other sports. I mean, it's been it's been yelled at by you, by other commentators, yeah. and nothing is done. I mean, they're dropping the ball. Well, what can I do? Because I, I still need – that's why I think that expanding the playoffs makes it the easiest because I can still – I can make guys into legends. I can turn guys into big names. I can I can make them into people that, that we really like and, and we really admire when I have a postseason game when a guy goes off. You know, big things like that. I, I'll tell what do you, I do? I'll, I'll tell you where you have a point. I'll tell you where you have a point. Thank you. Is they'll never have a salary cap in baseball. And that's what's hurting baseball because other teams, you know, Baltimore's of the world and Kansas City, they're never going to get up there because of the salary cap. And if there's not going to be a salary cap, then I guess I'm going to I'm going to sway and I'm going to agree totally with you. But like, and you still have it almost where it, it's the toughest sport to really talk about here, Todd, because you know, Kansas City's won a championship in the last decade. You Baltimore, yeah. you, know, you have an owner who one time said, you know, you're not going to sign Mike Yusina because they only work seven innings a week. Uh, that that's going to really demoralize a fan base. But in Kansas City, they it, it's it's where it's a frustrating game because I see other organizations where they're willing to spend into oblivion. Like I can't I can't go against the Yankees. They make a bunch of money. They're willing to spend a ton of money on these guys. They're they're demanding victory. They haven't won anything in 11 years. The the Royals, they're a small market team. They, they languished for 20-plus seasons, and they won a World Series. And I, don't, I look at this and I go, well, wait a minute. Then they went right back, with the exception Alex Gordon is a great Kansas City Royal. But with the exception of him, what am I looking at with the Kansas City Royals right now? Do they deserve to win a championship, or did they just get lucky over the course of three years and then dismantle the whole thing? Like, where is, where is consistent winning the way I see it in the NFL, where there is a salary cap, we're Green Bay. I can just about pencil them in every single year. People always want to do the New England model, which I don't know how feasible that is because you have a legend there and two legends there in coaching with the coach and the quarterback. Baltimore has one of the one of the best systems in the NFL, and you have the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have been one of the most stable franchises in professional sports for the last 50 years. But in baseball, I got the Royals who win one out of nowhere. That can't, Todd. That can't be good for business. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Thank you very much for the call. Like I, I'm looking at it from market. I'm looking at it from trying to create stars. Listen, if they don't deserve it, and that's I, and I think that's what Todd's highlighting. It then fine to hell with it. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't make them just put Mike Trout in the postseason if his team's under five hundred and his team isn't good. But I, 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 I think it's ridiculous that a guy plays. And yeah, I know they're 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 the Mets of L.A. They're the they're their little brother. But I got a guy who plays in the second biggest market in America, one of the biggest markets in the world. And people recognize a guy who plays in Kansas City, Missouri. No offense to the fine folks in Kansas City. But people recognize a guy who plays in Kansas City, Missouri. I would bet two or three to one in comparison with that guy. That's not my fault. That's not your fault. That's not Kansas City's fault. That's baseball's fault. Expand it a little bit. Hell, I'd say, and I would say, from what Todd's saying, Christian Yelich, good-looking guy, MVP candidate year-round. Did a did a great deal with the with the Milwaukee Brewers, who are willing to do a lot of things to make sure that they're a good ball club. They get good attendance. It's a better baseball city than people realize over there. And I'd be willing to say, hell, he almost passes it up for baseball fans. 
Joe, St. Louis, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, um, I'm super excited that they're coming back. All the players are coming back from COVID and all the sports. But, you know, I think it's turning a lot of people off to where think the uh, athletes think they're, you know, more important than the average American. You know, your average grocery store worker, your construction worker, you know, your nurse, we can't get tested every day and get the results back in an hour. And I just think uh, it, I, I agree that that should be safe, but I think it's just turning off a lot of people that they it's coming across that average American doesn't have that same right. I don't know what well, you think about that. Kevin, I or excuse me, uh, Joe. I, I sympathize with your plight, but what what uh, what do you want me to what do you want me to do? Oh, nothing, nothing. I was just making a statement. Oh, well, honestly, is that it? Is that the entire statement of it? That that's it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, or Joe, thank you very much for the call. Eight five five two one two four CBS. I is it inequitable? Yeah. Uh, I'm on a, I'm on a sports talk station. I don't know what you want me to do. Should I sit here and, and, and be a doom and gloom type of person every single day? Sean Doolittle was complaining about it earlier himself. He said that things have gotten better. I don't know. I can't. I was going to do this at 1 o'clock. I guess I'll do it now, but I don't have a whole lot of time. I, I, I know that, folks, I know that there's some people out there that are really worked up over this, and they should be worked up over this, and I'm not trying to be a person. I'm not a, I'm not an expert on any of this, and I'm not going to claim to be an expert on any of this. It's okay. We're not going to forget about the things that are going on in the world, folks. I'm going to tell this to Joe. I'm going to tell this to everybody like that. It's okay. We're not going to forget. No one's going to forget. The second I go outside, it is explained to me every single day. The second I get on Facebook, the second I get on Twitter, the fights that are going on there, the strife that we go, that is going on in the country, I get it. I'm not going to forget. I sympathize with the regular American worker. I sympathize with the regular person out there just trying to make a living. I sympathize with all of them. I also think that a professional baseball player has a right to go to work if they're able to strike a deal and at least take my mind off of that just a little bit for three hours. I'm not going to forget. Every commercial that goes on during a professional baseball game over this time, like we'll go on during a hockey game and go on during an NBA game, will remind me that we are in a pandemic. It's okay. You're not going to forget. We're not going to forget. And just because I'm breaking down Mike Trout and just because I'm breaking down baseball doesn't mean there's no sympathy. It's not an either-or. Doesn't mean there's no empathy. There's not an either-or. Doesn't mean I've forgotten or I'm trying to get you to forget. It's not an either-or. It can be both. When we've had major questions with our country, when we've had major problems with our country, there have been sports. Sports have been turned off. We have had games that have been canceled. We have had sports that have been canceled. We have had seasons that have been canceled. If you look historically through the major moments in our country's history, and we've been able to slowly turn them back on just like with this. So I'm going to look at sports. Can I get a little bit of, can I get a little bit of a breather here before I get back into the, the horrible things that are going on every single day in our society? I think it's okay. 855-2124-CBS. Coming up next, oh, I'm going to make Kevin mad. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.